Fight! Welcome to the Philosophy of Fighting Podcast with your hosts, Arturo and Anu. All right, this is our 16th talk about UFC on the heels of UFC 273. What'd you think overall? Yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was a great card. The last three fights all kind of, they were entertaining and yeah, they were all really good, emotional. <laughs> a little bit, but yeah, they were great. Should we just go through them one by one? Should we start with the, in the order they were, like Kamzad and Gilbert Burns? Sure, yeah, the three mains, yeah. What did you think of it? So I think the Hamzat train keeps rolling, but it definitely slowed down. Yeah, so for Gil- sure. Gilbert Burns wins a lot of respect, and now the talk of like Shemaya versus Kamaru... I think he'll probably versus Leon. Yeah, Kamaru is going to fight Leon next. I think you're right. The Chimaev came down to earth a little bit. But we also have to remember, he came down to earth against the second best welterweight in the world. Yeah. And I don't think he fought a smart fight. And I feel like he's going to learn a lot from this fight, hopefully, where, you know, when you're so great, you are, and he always worked hard, like the training stories go that he would train like four or five times a day and lived in the gym but maybe when you believe you're so great you don't have that full intensity and after this fight with gilbert i just feel like he's gonna get better hopefully hopefully better if he does it the right way if he has that championship mentality but it seems like he does yeah we'll see i i think the talk of like him versus izzy is still interesting because i do think izzy can outstrike him for sure. But, you know, Hamzat's wrestling is sick too. So it still make for an interesting style matchup, regardless of anything. Yeah, definitely the middleweight aspirations now have to slow down as well. Mm -hmm. I was surprised he didn't go for more takedowns. That after the first round, it became just a straight like boxing type match with some kicks. And I mean, Hamzat held his own. But if you thought, in the beginning of before the fight even started, that it was going to be just a striking match, then you would have expected it to be as close as it was maybe. And the fact is like, I think he did really good with what we thought his weakness was, which was striking. Mm -hmm. I think Gilbert Burns gets more fans after that fight than Shemaev does though. And I think every fighter should follow Gilbert Burns's methodology of picking fights and not avoiding people that are lower ranked because yeah, nobody loses this fight. It's just like, wow, these people are obviously great fighters. I well, thought it was a- you don't lose your I mean, you don't lose anything in the public eye, but you lose money out of your wallet. You lose your ranking. There's a definitive losing here. Yeah, that's true about the wallet. But I also feel like that's going to be fight of the night. And I don't know, hopefully Dana takes care of him. Who knows? You're right with win bonuses and shit like that. But yeah, even your standing like you get paid for what you're ranked, like your ranking. Yeah, but you also get paid. You also get paid for you attracting fans and bringing people in. And you're right. Gilbert Burns is just the, his stock definitely rose today. Yeah. That was a war. Did you think Chimaev won? Yes. You agree with the judges? Yes. Why? I think it was 29, 28. Yeah. I had scored. It's two rounds for Chimaev. I kind of thought the last round could have been a tie after 
after uh, Gilbert had those like three straight overhand rights that like really connected towards the end. Yeah, I don't know. I think Shamayev just landed more overall. I think his shots did more damage in the end collectively too. Yeah, I saw it the same way these judges saw it, 29-28. Like, I would I have mind if like someone said Gilbert Burns 29-28? No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of felt like it was a draw, but I also feel like if I had to pick a winner, I would have picked Chimaev, but I don't know if I'm just being biased. Gotcha. But that was super, super, super close. I I don't think any of us thought it was going to be that close. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be close. I thought it was going to be a landslide. So what what happens to Chimaev now? I don't know. Chimaev will probably verse Colby. I think that's the fight, right? Like, yeah. And I think Colby's excited now after seeing today's fight. Yes, I think so. Or do you think he's nervous? I mean, he's obviously more confident now after today's fight. I think he thinks like I have way more cardio than him. Yeah, he does. And if Chemayev's not going to be able to take him down as much, why do you think Chemayev stopped going for the takedowns against Gilbert Burns? I feel like Gilbert that's Burns what is really good off his back. He felt a few things threaten. It's not worth it. Yeah. I mean, in the first round, though, that's where most of his success was coming from and then the second round even when he was getting his ass kicked there was like a moment where he just dropped down and took burns burns down and i was like well why aren't you doing that i figured he would have done the third it's also way more tiring to do that yeah yeah how do you feel like his cardio held up i mean they were both tired but they also both went out for 15 minutes like right the output was really high like his cardio is good it's not like a question it's fine do you think he can beat a colby yeah in six months, like who would you put money on, Colby or comes up? Hmm. Well, it's obviously a main event. It's five rounds. I still put money on Hamzat. Really? Yeah. Why? I just think he's a lot stronger. What Colby's good at is like wrestling and pace, and that the pace will be annoying for Hamzat. But I just think the strength of Hamzat can be overwhelming. Interesting. And I don't know how Colby's doing after being hit by Masvidal. Oh, you mean on the street? Yeah. Like, what's his training like? He's going through like this pressing charges. He had a chipped tooth. Like, I don't know. It's, I wonder if like, that's messing with him. Psychologically or physically? Both. I don't know if it's messing with him. I mean, I don't know the person really, but I just feel like Colby was the winner. So I feel like in his head, he kind of just knows like Maswell just looks worse and worse. But did you see that Dana White, they asked Dana White about this and Dana White goes, well, if you talk about a man's family, you expect to get hit. Like he was kind of defending Masvidal. So yep. surprised that Dana did that. Yeah. That Dana said that. Like who, what other sports commissioner would say that? Like, no, oh, I yeah. think Dana said it as in like, I'm not surprised. I don't condone it, but I'm not surprised by it. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is why reading headlines are bad. Yeah. Cause I didn't get that. <laughs> but I was like surprised. I was like, why would you even defend that? I feel like Colby. Colby doesn't have Gilbert Burns' power, so maybe Masvidal doesn't respect the striking of Colby. And you're right, the strength plays a part because then Colby can't take him down. Yeah. But it felt like Kamzat didn't have the best striking defense and he was getting hit by these like long overhand rights. And Colby is like crisper and faster, I feel I, like. I think so. that's the fight they're going to make outside of like injuries. I don't know what else you would do. I think that's like a great fight. Like, I'm so excited by that fight. Yeah. I hope Kamzat wins, but I think I would put money on Colby if I had to. Nice. And then we'll have a bet. 
if I had to bet, no, but I don't want to root for yeah. Kobe. Yeah, because you also you also didn't want to bet on Aljo. You thought I was crazy for picking Aljo as the best upset pick last week. Yeah, and you were right. Was, <laughs> we we have to talk about the grading for that as well because I would have I wouldn't have been upset with a draw for Kamzat and Burns. Mm-hmm. I felt like first round Kamzat, second round Gilbert Burns, third round first half of the third round there was Kamzat. And the last half of the third round was Gilbert Burns. So I, I was like, that's was like kind of. But what did you do for Aljo and Jan? What did you think? So I I had it 48, 47, Aljo too. But again, I wouldn't have been mad if there was like a draw there either. Like it's very close. To me, I'm even grading it as just a whole. I think Aljo won. Right. I think they made the right choice. And I definitely wasn't rooting for Aljo. And I was like, fuck, he definitely won. Mm-hmm. Everybody that's like online that's saying it's close or Jan won three rounds. Like in my head. Yeah, that's, I think, yeah, you're crazy. Peter Jan said he won one, two, four, and five. He only won four and five. Yeah, he thought he won round one and two also. And I'm like, yo, two is crazy. What did you think of one? I thought one. I thought one was Aljo. I thought one was a tie. It was their closest round, for sure. Jan was pressing Aljo the entire time. Aljo was circling around the cage. Aljo would come in with like a quick kick or something. And the better, cleaner shots were hit by Jan, but more shots were hit by Aljo, which is kind of similar to the first fight. And so like... I would say the kicks and more shots landed is what wins Aljo that first round. I don't think yeah, you can't give Peter Jan points just because he moves forward. That's not a thing. That's if all other things are tied and they weren't. Okay, whatever. I don't yeah. disagree. I would have given it a 10-10 if I was the judge. Dang. So the next two rounds, though, I think I would have given Aljo a 10-8 for each of those next two rounds. Okay, so that's what's interesting. That's a, the case I was making because someone's like, oh, you, you don't think Peter Jan? I'm like, one round two and i'm like of course not like peter there's a better case for aljo 10-8 than peter yan 10-9 in round two for sure definitely i don't know how people wouldn't give it a 10-9 apparently no judge gave it i mean a 10-8 apparently no judge gave it a 10-8 but yeah i can see the second round being a 10-8 because he definitely landed more shots while on the back and it was a long time but in the third round, when he was on his back, he didn't land as many shots. So in that instance, I'm like, all right, I don't know about a 10-8 that round. And that's kind of fair. But even if somebody was like, I'm giving 10-8 for both, maybe it's just because I have jujitsu on the mind. Mm-hmm. But like, it was full control with a body triangle. And so you're sapping their energy. Like, it's different than just being on top of them, you know? Mm-hmm. And the second round, he was pounding him. The shots were hard, so it was yeah. definitely okay. like yeah. the second, the third round. Maybe, I yeah, I'm not upset at a ten nine, but there were times he was coming close to getting choked. Like I felt like Jan was getting tired; he was getting hurt a little. Like I don't know, I would have given, I could have given it like a forty eight forty seven that way by giving even two ten eight rounds, you know. And then right. yeah, Aljo lost the fourth and fifth, and even if he did lose the first, first it would still be I think like forty eight forty seven. And I'd be okay with that. Or 47, 46 or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's crazy. I think a lot of people, I kept telling people, I'm like, I think Aljo's got a bigger chance than people think. Yeah. I know we, we underestimated him because Jan just looked so good the first fight and Aljo was playing yeah. the heel. Like it was like, there's no way he did seem scared. Maybe his neck really did was hurting him and the surgery and the time off and the preparation and knowing like, but another good stat from the fight, he was only two of 22 in takedown attempts. But the two times he did get him, like, and did get his back, it was just he held him for eight minutes. Like, he yeah, controlled that That's what's weird about takedowns of takedown attempts. Like, I don't really care how successful you are with a takedown attempt, right? We don't do knockdowns out of strike attempts, right? Yeah, it's a good point. It's a weird thing. I'm like, who gives a shit? You knocked him down. Like, who cares if it took you 300 strikes, 200 strikes? Like, you know, like, I think it's the same thing with takedowns. Like, oh, I don't give a fuck. Like, what do you lose going for a takedown? Yeah, you might get hit. Okay, but that should be the thing. Like, missing a takedown is not losing points. So who gives a shit? Yeah, I can see it as like you're using up energy. But if the other person's only taking advantage of it, if they're not taking advantage of it, then it doesn't matter. Who cares? Like, like, give me a guy that goes two for 20 versus a guy that goes one for one. Like, I, I don't know. Like and in strikes, it's even crazier. A guy goes 300 strikes, lands 20 guy lands one strike of one. Like I'll take the 20. Yeah. Well, it's all dependent on the damage that's done. And sure. I'll, it damage. Cause if you get the takedown at what, when there's 10 seconds left in the round, who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. But Aljo controlled him for like the better part of half a round for the second and the third round. Yeah. And Jan couldn't do anything. And like Jan was close to getting choked out. Like he was definitely nervous, you know? And the only reason he survived is because the round ended. It wasn't like either time he got out, like, you know, with his Mm -hmm. defense, he was stuck. Like it definitely my respect for Aljo. Like I was definitely wrong. And you were right. That was a really good under underdog pick. I think somebody bet 10K on Aljo. So now they won 50K. Like that was a good bet. That was definitely a solid bet. Who would you like to see Aljo face now? Well, he said TJ Dillashaw. I think, yeah, that's a good one to make. Yeah. My only problem with the TJ Dillashaw is who does Peter Yan versus? Like, I would much rather watch Peter Yan versus Dillashaw and actually watch Sanhagen versus Sterling, even though it doesn't make any ranking sense. To me, stylistically, those are the better fights, though. Yeah. Who else is at bantamweight? But yeah, who else is Peter Young going to verse right now? He's, he already beat Sanhagen. He just waits in the wings. He wants a rematch. I feel bad for But what's Jan. crazy about Peter Young is it's not even one and one. He lost two. I know. That's the bullshit part. He's out of it for a bit. Maybe like Jan versus like Dominic Cruz or something like that or Marlon Vera. Yeah, I don't know. These are not fights. Maybe Sean O'Malley talks himself into it or some shit. I don't think O'Malley wants Jan right now. He, I don't think he does either. And I think he actually really likes Peter Jan. So I, I don't know. Yeah, give somebody like give somebody like uh, Marlon Vera, somebody that's ranked eighth or Pedro Munoz ninth. Like let him get back into his zone. I think he made some mistakes today. Like he definitely didn't win but he's obviously still a great fighter because there were points where Aljo looked like nervous after Jan connected. Yes. And if the fight goes 10 rounds, like I feel like Jan does was getting better and better. He won the fourth and fifth. 
He yep. didn't win them dominantly, but he definitely won them. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. If I did think that Peter Jan versus Aljo was likely to go to decision to me, whereas Hamza versus Burns, I was like, there's no way that goes decision. And then Volk and Korean Zombie, I thought was going to be a decision too. So they all kind of ended up different than I expected, but kind of same outcome. Yeah, there. I mean, the last fight, Zombie, Volk, that was just, I was rooting with my heart. I wanted the Korean Zombie to win. Yeah, but I Volk, think anyone, I think it was crazy that anyone thought Zombie had a chance. I, I never, I was like, this is the biggest wash. I was like, I don't know if Zombie will win a round. Yeah. I don't think it was like not having a chance, but it was more likely that Volk was going to win. But Zombie, you never know. You connect, you connect. He's not a dumb fighter. Even at the end, he's like Tony Ferguson. He didn't get knocked down. He's just like a zombie. You know, they had to stop it while he was standing. Like, yeah, anything possible with that dude. But yeah, it was more than likely that Volk was going to win. And he did. And I'm happy for him because those two Maxwell Holloway victories like nobody treated him like he was the champion but now he beat ortega and zombie and he's beaten yeah. aldo like he's beaten everybody else that there is to beat. i'm hoping people start respecting him he might be the best champion in ufc i don't know if i'd say that but no israel's got it israel's better at middleweight right now there's an argument that you can make an argument sure yeah but and then especially if you look at like featherweight history, you're getting real close. Yeah, no, not yet. Not yet. Because Holloway is still beating everybody that Volk has beaten. And they've each beaten each other. No. So <laughs> real life they have. So in the people's eyes, in Dana's eyes. I want to see Bryce Mitchell versus Volkanovsky. I don't know if there's anybody else I want to see Volk fight. Oh, that'd be fun. I don't think Bryce is there yet. I know Bryce is ranked 10th. Yeah. How good is Arnold Allen to you? Oh, he's sick. Who was dope? Was that two weeks ago? Put he's ranked six. Yeah, he's ranked sixth. He could also be one of the people that's close to getting a shot. So here's what I like about Arnold Allen is that he's way stronger than people expect. And so I think that'll help him against Volk, who was formerly a really big guy himself. Not that Arnold Allen was a big guy. But Arnold Allen's father is a strong man. And I think his uncle. Really? He's like second generation. It's, there's something there with like strong men. I might even say that Arnold Allen even competed once too. They're like, he's way stronger just because he's like a lighter guy. His bloodline is too strong. Let's see. And that's right the now, word on the street is that every time he grabs someone, everyone's stunned at how strong he is. Really? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that's what always made me think Volk was going to get the best of Holloway was the strength. And right. it seems like Vol- Volk has the strength, but he's obviously also have the intelligence. And Skill, he's so speed, well-rounded. he's got it, everything. He's got everything. It's just yeah. none of them seem so stand out. But he's definitely like 80 be. out of 100 in everything. Yeah he's, just, yeah, he's just better at what you're not good at. Yes. So Giga, but Giga just lost to Calvin Qatar. Qatar yep. got done. I know MMA math doesn't work, but yep. I think the only people that I'd be excited to see Volk against is Arnold Allen or Bryce Mitchell. So we're going to see some of the young guys come in. Yeah. It's definitely not here. It's definitely not Brian Ortega. It's not Zombie anymore. Not Qatar yet. Josh Emmett. 
I don't know much. Josh Emmett's sick too. He's power. So Allen, Emmett, and Mitchell, who are ranked sixth, seventh, and ninth. Yeah, Allen's Allen's the guy. He'll probably have to get one more thing going, one more win before he's versing Volk. And he'll probably verse one of the guys that we've seen Volk verse. Zombie, Holloway, Ortega, one of those guys. Volk says he wanted two more fights this year. This year? Yeah. He wants to fight, wants to make money. Dang. So I don't know who he could fight. Maybe he fights Holloway. Yeah. It's going to be Holloway again. So he fights Holloway, and then hopefully Bryce and some of these people can have a, a couple fights, and then they'll be one of the fights in December. Could be cool to see Arnold Allen versus Bryce, too. Yeah, I just wonder, is it worth putting two hot prospects against each other? No, when not top- when you have Volk leading the division. That's a great point. Right, and Ortega already had a shot against Volk, and, and Korean Zombie. Like, yeah. I feel like they should fight the top guys. Make Qatar fight one of them. Yeah. So do you and think Korean they, Zombie retires or what? I feel like he should. That stat they showed today that it was like 10,000 days, no, 3,000 days since his last title fight. So it was like a record. Wow. Like, like Dan Henderson. And so that shows you've been fighting for a while and you've been kind of at the top for a while, but not the top top. Yeah. So what else do you have to fight for? You're a legend people love you i think one of his fights is already in the hall of fame mm-hmm. so it's like kind of a hall of famer already like just i don't know compete if you want to compete but i wouldn't go so yeah especially his career he's been hit a ton i think he should exactly retire. exactly do some grappling you know like yeah, you never know guys like he would be the first korean champion maybe that's what's like in his head yeah but after losing today like i don't know if that could stay in your head and i don't know right. who he Right. But when, but when you have like the weight of your country on you, sometimes you're like, this is legacy, you know, like you're doing it for more than you. Yeah. yeah. He's already built a great legacy. Who does he beat though? Like Agreed. eventually don't you like look at it and be like, all right, I can't beat some of these people. Who knows if these fighters are saying that to themselves though, you know? Yeah. Nobody's are tough. It. You know, sometimes you're like, ah, they got the best of me tonight. That would not happen again. If we fought again, like, so is that weird stuff where you're yes men like Masvidal like oh you got out wrestled like fuck oh, dude yeah you know like who really knows what like the psyche of these fighters are post fight like, I'm sure they're bummed but do they really think like they're not as good I don't know Shab listened to Joe Rogan in that famous episode of the Rogan Experience where right Joe's like, how do you think you would do against Cain Velasquez and he was like. You'd be surprised. Roman's like, no, I think you'd be surprised. You like basically convinced them to retire right then and there. Yeah. But zombies also just beloved. So yeah, there's a part of me that feels you should yeah, just have now like ceremonial type fights. If it's a good fight and it's gotcha. an exhibition and you want to do it, do it. But you shouldn't be fighting these young killers trying to get to the championship. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Korean zombie is kind of like the featherweight Tony Ferguson. That's exactly who he, he didn't get. To, he didn't get knocked down. And now he's kind of starting to too much. Yeah. yeah. And it's weakening like Giga versus Korean zombie. Like, yeah, maybe that'd be a fun fight. But does that yeah. mean does that mean Giga should get a title shot after beating the Korean zombie? Right. I don't know. I feel like one of Giga or Bryce Mitchell actually no. And then there's Allen too. Right. Oh, yeah, so speaking of Tony Ferguson, though, Michael Chandler is booked against Tony Ferguson. 
It's such a sad fight. I don't want to even see that fight. I feel like Chandler's I, gonna. I feel like the loser's done. And is the winner like, do we really know how good they are too? Like, it, it's a weird fight for me. It's a miserable matchup. I don't know why they created that matchup. No, I think it's a great fight. I think it does nothing for Chandler. And it's so dangerous for Tony Ferguson. And it's exactly mm-hmm. yeah, what, what if Tony wins. I don't. I mean, it would be what amazing if? if he wins, but there's no way he's winning. <laughs> I would love if he won. I just yeah. don't think he could take down Chandler. Chandler's like shorter and a wrestler and has just ankle pick, bro. <laughs> I know. He's like a rock. Like, I don't think he holds him down. Yeah, no. And way. in a strike match, I don't think that's smart like Chandler has a lot more power yep and Tony hasn't been showing the best head movement yep I don't think Tony submits Chandler and then what it's a war you lose Tony if it's a war because you're already losing like you know like your chin's not where it's at you've just been through some wars mm-hmm. your last three fights were fucking a murderer's row and each one of them almost tore off a limb yeah like the Chalos Oliveira armbar against Tony was like the scariest yeah. armbar I've ever seen. And then Benil Daryush, what was it? A knee bar or like, look, oh my God, that was the scariest like leg entanglement that I've seen in the UFC ever. And back to back and you didn't tap, but you definitely had damage. Like, <laughs> oh, and Gagey is a monster. Gagey and but, what Gagey did to Tony, he did to Chandler, you know? And like, yep. so I just, and Chandler did far better than you against Gagey. Like, I know MMA math isn't 100%, but still, like, why even create this fight? I feel like Dana hates Tony. Why would you <laughs> do this to him? Give him like a up and coming dude, you know, that's like yeah. good, but not like Chandler. I feel like that's, ugh, it hurts my heart a little. I feel like he's going to get hurt, Tony Ferguson. Yeah, he is. We'll see. Dude, zombie. Make zombie go up to 155. That'll be a fun fight. Like, do a fight like be that. Fun, but it does nothing. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but that's it, what I mean. They, it's a they send-off fight. Say that again? It's a send-off. Yeah, great. Okay. That's a great send-off fight. Do yeah. something fun like that. Korean I'm surprised zombie. they don't even, like, build that. They should just do that. Like, oh, send-off fights. Like, both of these guys are retiring after this. Like, yeah, and even I, if they I don't... I wouldn't mind that. I think, aren't they going to do Joe Lozon versus Donald Cerrone or something? Oh, right. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, I love it's a it. great fight. Like, yep. Lozon's a legend. Cerrone's a legend. They're not going to gain more respect by their rankings. Like, like you don't need to have a great matchup. Yeah, you don't have to have a master's division, but kind of make it like a master's division a little. Like, these are still elite of the elite people, but. Obviously, you have people like Glover that show you could be champion at an older age anyway, but yep. not all bodies are the same. Yep. And we would sure. enjoy those fights. I mean, we had champions like Glover Teixeira, Dan Henderson, Randy Couture. We've had plenty of old guys. And I think Henderson beat Bisbing too. There's like a big yeah. part of me like at that the second fight. I think yep. Henderson beat, beat Bisbing. Yeah. Or at least harder shots were hit by Henderson where... It could be argued as a fight on a whole. Like, I feel like Henderson won. Right. So, yeah, you can't have an official master's division because sometimes the older guys will beat the younger guys. But for people like Ferguson and Cerrone and, like, some of them that are, like, never say die but are about to die, like, Dana should be better. Yep. And not give them what they want. Like, Agreed. Agreed. they're almost addicts or something. 
Yeah. But we'll still watch them. So they'll still make money and they'll still make money. So it'll be good. Like hundred percent. Yeah. And that, I, I always look at fights as just like how the styles match up. Like their standings are cool and all. Yeah. There's more at stake, but I'll watch any fight if the style is still good. Yeah. That's why I want to see Volk versus Bryce Mitchell more than anything. Mm. I would love to see if Bryce Mitchell gets those takedowns and it would just be fun. Like this Australian dude versus this fucking kid from Arkansas. Like it's just opposite sides of the world. Like can Bryce Mitchell take him down and hold him down? Like Volk is so good at everything and Bryce is good at everything, but he's dominant at wrestling. So could that dominance in that one area destroy like the well-roundedness of Volk? Yeah, I wonder. I would say no, but yeah. Yeah, but I just have like a man crush on Bryce Mitchell now. I love Bryce Mitchell. Like I, <laughs> I want to see the champion. Uh, if he became champion, it would be sick though. Yeah, it'd be so much fun. Country His interviews be- are always fire. He's so funny. Following him on Instagram is funny. Like I think the last video I saw, he was driving a tractor on a road and everyone's like passing him on this like road. And he's like, it's not legal for me to do in this, but I got to get where I got to get, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I think he's wearing overalls too. Like he's just exactly what you think he is. But he's a great rapper. (laughs) He wants to donate his money to like the children's hospital Mm -hmm. and he loves God and he loves his country. He's just like, he's exactly like a Khabib type person, but American. Mm -hmm. And it's like awesome to see that and wrestling. That's what's so great about this sport. Like, yeah, you could be like a Dagestani Muslim dude from a war-torn country, or you could be like a kid from Arkansas, you know, and you're united by like your ability to fucking wrestle and dominate people. Yep. Geographically, it's different. Like culturally, it's somewhat different. Religiously, it's somewhat different. Everything, yeah. But then they're also like, pure. they're both like their own version of good old boys. Yep. That fucking tough as fuck. Both of them don't necessarily look ripped or like jacked in the typical way where you'd be like, oh my God, this guy's a monster. But then they just fucking are monsters like in what they do. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I want to see. I feel like that was a lot of today. Today was like a lot of lighter weight people. Even Kamzat Burns, like, you know, they were like 170. Like they were just, yeah, it was just great display of martial arts and, and fighting and heart today. Like, so I think all the fights were, they lived up to what, I wanted. I think so. I think it's a great card. Yep. Even if you're sad that Korean zombie lost, he still lost on his feet. So it's like respectable, you know, and he went four rounds. Like he gave it his all like, all right, good for you. There's nothing you should feel sad about. Even if it is your last time. For sure. For sure. And so next month we get a, what? Gagey Oliveira, right? Yes, we do. And that's, that's a great fight too. That's a big one. Yeah. Some of the best knockouts in the division versus some of the best submissions in the division. Yeah, it's a little bit like kind of what we're thinking today with Chamayev and Burns, like just like the wrestling and the jujitsu, like uh-huh. Gagey and well, Gagey doesn't really use his wrestling, but no, it'll be his defensive wrestling. Can Oliver even get it down? Does he want to get it down? Right. Yeah. That's what's funny is like you have guys like Gagey, Yol Romero, all these guys, but it's different. Like wrestling's different in an MMA context. Like, what got you to the dance and wrestling isn't always applicable in MMA either. See, I wonder if Kamzat is going to start doing that now because, yeah, he stopped going for the takedowns against Gilbert. You're yeah. right. Gilbert has great offensive jiu-jitsu. So against Colby, do you think he goes for the takedowns and tries to like hold him there? Yeah. Uh, against 
against Kamaru, do you think he even tries for the takedown? I don't know if he does for any of them. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. It gets really I interesting. He, I hope he doesn't turn into like a yol. The one thing I'm hoping is this fight humbled him a little. At the end, like when they were doing the interviews, he just kept saying like, wow, Gilbert is a tough motherfucker. And it felt like he lost character. You know, like sometimes yeah. he's playing before and it felt like he lost character. Like, I'm going to kill everybody. Like, I'm, gonna, I'm the champion. Right. And he just kept repeating almost like, oh my God, Gilbert is so good. And it was so genuine and honest. Like, you felt like he really felt like he should have just ran through everybody. He was like, yo, I couldn't run through this guy. He's like, this guy's amazing. Like, yeah. it, was, it was so pure. It made me like comes up more because I was losing a little bit of love for him. You know, like it's, mm-hmm. sometimes it's too much. Like Masvidal did that too. Like you take too advantage of the love you get from the fans. Yeah. Just leaving it. But then, yeah, he was just praising Gilbert. And then the crowd loved Gilbert too. So. Yeah, that crowd was pretty weird. The the crowd booed a lot. I think could it be because it was in Florida and doesn't Gilbert train in Florida and Peter Yan train in Florida too? So maybe even outside of that match, I caught them booing like they were booing during Aljo and Yan. Yeah, so doesn't Yan? They're saying Yan trains an American Top Team, so maybe like a lot of the fans like maybe they're Uh, treating it. I guess still weird. Yeah, maybe Florida's dumb. That's the rumor. The dumb and drunk hillbillers. I don't know. Florida's Florida's kind of cool too. I feel like I would live there if there weren't really snakes there or yeah, crocodiles everywhere. It's dinosaurs. Yeah, that's like the part that makes me nervous, and the hurricanes. Yep, and the humidity. <laughs> so a lot of good reasons not to go there. The bugs. Oh, the bugs are the worst. The geography. <laughs> swamps smell the people I don't know. <laughs> well, are a little whack i don't know but i i think i also heard florida is like one of the first places to like legalize mushrooms or something so they got that going for them oh wow but somebody also ate somebody's face on the highway in florida so that's yeah it's always florida man yeah but you know why it's always florida man right why because florida apparently has a rule that a lot of states don't have where I feel like when you're on trial or before trial, they can release your name and you can write about it. So legally, a lot of people in a lot of states are protected from being reported on by the news until like it goes through a certain amount of court hearings. Or in Florida, it's like, all right, you can report about it. So everyone's like, yo, did you hear the story? And it doesn't have to be like fully, fully vetted or played out gotcha but i'm sure it's also the heat that makes people do crazy <laughs> either way great ufc card in florida yeah um i loved it i was so looking forward to it now it's kind of like oh shit now we have another nice break yeah we do have a nice little break before the next one but i'm sure there'll be a bunch of good fight nights and stuff in between mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right guys thanks for listening like always we'll catch you next time peace Hey guys, this is Anoop. I'm sure you've heard. I have a startup called Renta. You can visit me at renta.com, R-E-N-T-A-H.com. The idea is you could rent any type of good service or space. So you could rent uh, Arturo to teach you Brazilian jiu-jitsu, or you could rent uh, my friend Andy to uh, set up your podcasting equipment for your next gig, or you could rent uh, the Philosophy of Fighting podcast 
to uh, promote a commercial on our podcast or some gear, right? Like our friend Michael Shear did, if you want some Wu-Tang apparel. So uh, check out Renta. It would mean a lot to me. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Philosophy of Fighting podcast. If you have any questions, suggestions, or if you would like to fight us, send us a DM on Instagram at philosophy underscore fighting.